Hey everyone, and welcome to Money Moves for Teens. My name is Tally Levy, and in this podcast, I will be talking about business, entrepreneurship, and of course, money. I hope you take something away from this episode and enjoy. People make assumptions about products and services they see based off the design all the time. The concept of design is extremely powerful, especially when it comes to strategically building and growing your brand. Design is a factor when creating the actual item, as well as when it comes to promoting that item. I wanted to talk about things to keep in mind when it comes to design when advertising your business. This episode is a little different, and I will actually be covering this information by reviewing a book. This book is called The Non-Designer's Design Book, the third edition, and it's written by Robin Williams. The majority of the sentences are my own words paraphrased, but all the ideas and points I talk about do come from her book, so if you like what you hear and would like to read further, I can link her book down in this episode description. I plan on doing more book reviews in the future, so if you enjoy this episode, be sure to give this podcast a rating and a review. This episode, I'll be talking about four concepts you should keep in mind when creating advertisements for your business. Once again, all of this information is coming from the book, The Non-Designer's Design Book, written by Robin Williams. This book will come in handy because as entrepreneurs, you will have to advertise and market your business to others. And the way you choose to promote your brand, whether that be through a website, business cards, or flyers, should have well-designed advertisements. Good design makes people want to buy your product. Good design makes people want to share your work with others. And good design makes people even want to see what you're doing in the first place. Design has such a powerful effect on us humans, so when you're trying to grow and scale your business, well-designed advertisements should be a priority. And it doesn't have to cost thousands of dollars to do it either. If you just find a good, insightful book, such as the one I'm reviewing today, it can provide you with such a head start in your design process. Just by keeping these four tips in mind that I talk about today will make your advertisements look so much better if you hadn't considered these concepts before. In my fifth episode, I talked about six ways you can market your business to others. And aside from word of mouth and going door to door, the other ideas I provided all require good design. So I recommend checking out that episode to really dive deeper into all the different ways you can get the word out about your business and why each way is so beneficial. But now I'll give some examples of ways you might advertise that need good design. You could create flyers to post in public places like a library or a gym. You might make business cards that you hand out to people interested. You may choose to advertise on social media or you can make magazine ads. So not only will I review the four main design concepts from her book, but I'll also cover specific tips the author gave when working on two of those marketing ideas I just mentioned, so stay tuned until the end to hear them. Also, I sometimes refer to flyers when I'm explaining these four design concepts, but just know the concepts apply to all the other forms of advertisements as well. The first design concept is proximity. Proximity can be defined as how near or close elements are to each other. In design, you could be describing the proximity of body text to headings, the closeness of images to titles, and so much more. The author explains when you group items closer together, they take on a more unified look. The items look like they belong together. And the same goes for when they are farther apart. More space between items indicates they are not related. Now this might seem obvious, but sometimes when you sit down to create a flyer, you might try to fill in all the white space or try to make it look more fun by putting words all over the place to the point where you may understand what items are related, but anyone else reading it will not. Next, when people read your flyer, they should understand exactly where to start reading and exactly where to stop. Their eyes should not fly all over the place trying to understand the progression of your work. Making that part clear will make them want to read it in the first place. 
And Williams says really the basic purpose of proximity is to keep everything organized. And not only will having an organized flyer make people want to read it, but they'll most likely remember the information too. So some things you should not do. Don't feel like you have to fill every square inch of your paper with words or images. The space that is not taken up by those things is called white space and you want white space in your advertisements. Without it, your flyer will look very cluttered and overwhelming. Second, you should avoid too many separate elements on your flyer. Again, people won't know where to begin looking and where to end. Lastly, if you receive any confusion at all as to what elements are related, then you probably need to fix something. Before you start promoting with your flyer, business cards, whatever, ask a friend or family member to review your work first and ask them to circle items they see as related. They might circle the name and date or the title and subtitle. It's a good idea in general to get someone else's opinion. So, if you get feedback that tells you the proximity wasn't too clear, then you should reassess your design. And remember, at the most basic level, group related items and separate unrelated items. The second design concept is alignment. Alignment can be defined as elements that are in appropriate relative positions. You all might be familiar with the terms right align, left align, or center align when it comes to positioning text. And that is exactly what I mean when I talk about alignment, but there are some rules when it comes to this concept that will make your work look much better when applied. First, every item on your flyer should have some sort of visual connection to each other and nothing should be placed on the page randomly. Again, throwing a bunch of words in all different directions trying to make it look fun is actually just a headache to look at. You want every item on the page to look connected and unified and that is where alignment plays a big role. Even if you're using proximity and moving items apart that aren't related to each other, they all still relate to your brand somehow and are on your flyer. So while the title and subtitle may be close together, separated from the name and date, you could right align all of those elements to make them look interrelated. So this is what the author says not to do. Do not use more than one type of alignment on your flyer. That means don't left align your title and center align the body text. It's not as organized and it looks disconnected. Second, only try to use center alignment in more formal cases. If that's what you're comfortable with and you use it by default, break away from that and try left or right aligning your work instead. I know we are taught to write papers in school center aligned, but a research paper vibe is most likely not the same vibe you want to give off when it comes to a yard care flyer. So remember, a major way you can connect and unify the elements on your flyer is with strong, consistent alignment. I'm interrupting this episode to let you guys know about two new additions to Money Moves for Teens. First, I have created outline and discussion guides that go along with every episode I put out. They provide an overhead look as to what each episode is about, and they include discussion questions at the end so you can go into further conversation with others on the topic for the week. They are only $3, so visit my site, buymeacoffee.com slash tallylevy to get them now. Print them out and talk about them with friends and family. Second, I started a Money Moves for Teens YouTube channel. If you're a visual learner, you should check out the animated versions of my episodes on my channel. It's the same great information as my podcast episodes, just in a video form. Watching the full videos and sharing them with people you know will help me out greatly. You can always visit my website for more information at moneymovesforteens.weebly.com. Now back to the episode. The third design concept is repetition. 
Repetition in design means to keep elements on a page consistent. Using the same typeface or font size is practicing repetition. And repeating items on a flyer is important, but it becomes even more critical when dealing with several types of advertisements relating to your brand. You have to somehow communicate to people visually that all of the ads tie back to your business. So don't have light blue as the main color on your flyers and bright yellow as the main color on your business cards. People will become confused and they won't make the connection that both of those ads are coming from your brand. And that's what you want to avoid. Now once you include repetition in your work, you can make those repeated elements stand out more. The author uses the example of a numbered list. Instead of just leaving the numbers how they are, you could use a bold font or enlarge the font size and fade the numbers under the text to really make the repetition stand out. Doing this will add visual interest while still unifying everything on the flyer. The one thing you should avoid when it comes to repetition is doing it excessively. Don't go overboard when repeating elements to the point where it becomes annoying. Just remember to repeat different items in your advertisements for consistency, and once you get comfortable with that, make those repeated elements more visually interesting. The fourth and final design concept is contrast. Contrast can be defined as the state of being very different from something else in close position. Contrast in design is making the heading size much larger than the body text. Contrast in design is making extremely different colors work together. It's what gives a flyer its spark and makes it stand out. The author says this concept has two main purposes. One is to create interest on the page. Our eyes love contrast and we are drawn to it. The other is to organize the information shown. Making the title noticeably larger than the subtitle will help the reader understand exactly how your flyer is organized. And contrast can be shown through many elements such as color, typeface, font size, line thickness, and more. There are many ways you can apply this design element while adding visual interest at the same time. But there is one main thing you have to keep in mind when applying this concept. If you are going to make two items different, make them completely different. You can't go halfway. If you want to show contrast between the title and body text with the font size, don't differentiate them by two points. Contrast both items by ten points. When you only go halfway, that's when more confusion starts and the items will look connected, but they won't at the same time. That uncertainty should be avoided with contrast. So, if you're going to use contrast, use it 100%. Again, contrast will add visual interest while keeping an organized, logical flow of the information. So those were the four design concepts from Robin Williams' book, The Non-Designer's Design Book. Proximity, Alignment, Repetition, and Contrast. Whether you're designing flyers, business cards, or a website for your business, these are concepts that will help your finished products look so much better than they would have if these concepts were not applied. She also covers specific tips when it comes to designing business cards and flyers, two of the main ways you will be promoting your business, so I'll talk about the tips she gave now. In business cards, you are trying to pack lots of information into a tiny space, and that can quickly go wrong if you don't know what you're doing design-wise. The first tip she gives is to not be scared to make vertical business cards. Most of the ones we see are horizontal, but that doesn't mean yours has to be, and actually usually more information will fit on a vertical layout. Second, don't make the font size too big. We used a 12-point font in school, but that would be too big on a business card. Going down as small as 8 or 7-point font may sound weird at first, but when you actually apply this tip, you might find everything fits much better once you've lowered the font size. Lastly, remember your business card is not a book, and it will only be looked at for seconds. The author states that the overall sophisticated effect of the card's design is more important than making sure your great-grandmother is able to read it easily.
Next are her tips for creating flyers. First, you may feel the need to make everything on the flyer large because it's all important, but really that's almost never the case and you need some sort of hierarchy so the information is easy to understand and it doesn't feel like each sentence is competing for your attention. All that to say, don't make every item on the flyer large. Second, you should have a strong focal point that captures people's eye and makes them want to read the rest of the text. Third, you should include subheadings that can easily show the reader all the points you're covering in your flyer. They can quickly scan your work to decide if it's worth reading. What you don't want is for there to be no subheadings because it forces the reader to read every word to figure out what your flyer is about, which they most likely won't take the time to do. Fourth, use the concept of repetition when it comes to the typeface in your title and in your body text. You should repeat them to show the connection throughout your flyer. Also, a strong contrast in typefaces will add interest to your flyer. Lastly, remember to choose one alignment. Make it easy on your readers and unify all the information in an easy-to-take-in way. So those were all of her tips when it comes to creating business cards and flyers. Overall, I definitely learned something by reading this book and I recommend it to anyone who has to design advertisements for their business or anyone that wants to gain more knowledge on design in general. I went over the four concepts she talked about in her specific tips when designing business cards and flyers, but in her book she also goes over color, categories of type, type contrasts, and more. Again, this is the book The Non-Designer's Design Book by Robin Williams and it is the third edition. I can link it down in the description so you can read it for yourself. So now you have a big head start when it comes to designing advertisements for your business. I talked about the four design concepts, proximity, alignment, repetition, and contrast, and I also covered specific tips when it comes to creating business cards and flyers. Hopefully you learned something this episode and can start designing advertisements for your business today. Remember to check out her book down in the description, which is where all of the points and ideas I talked about came from. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this week's episode and learn something new. Feel free to reach out to me with any questions through my Twitter at MoneyMovesForTeens or through my Instagram at Talia.Simone underscore. If you decide to follow, you will be notified every time I release a new episode and I do frequent polls about my podcast so you all can be part of my podcast decisions such as choosing episode topics. If you are more of a visual learner, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel where I create animations for these episodes. It's the same great information, just in a video form. If you would like to continue building on what you learned this episode while supporting my podcast, in my descriptions I always have an outline and discussion guide. You can also go to buymeacoffee.com slash tallylevy and access them through the shop section of my site. Print out the guides for your favorite episodes and talk about them with friends and family. Also, if you like Money Moves for Teens, be sure to give a rating and share it with those who will benefit from the information. I hope to see you next week. Bye!